Hi, this is Alina and Megan, and you're listening to Move Your Brain, Move Your Body podcast, where we dive into all things health, wellness, and fitness. We are two certified athletic trainers, personal trainers, and nutrition coaches who met and graduated together from the University of Arkansas. And we want to do this podcast to spread our joy about treating our bodies well through nutrition, exercise, and knowledge. So today we have something special. We're doing a mini episode with Katie St. Clair to talk about her Empowered Performance program and how Empowered Performance has empowered Megan and I. So welcome, Katie. We're so happy to have you back on for this little episode. Thank you. I'm so excited. Obviously, I could, we just talked for 15 minutes wasting time because I could just talk to you guys all the time. So this is an easy place to be for me, and I really appreciate you having me on. <laughs> We're so happy to have you. So we want to just dive into Empowered Performance and talk about a little bit what it is and why it's important for us as humans. So my main takeaway with Empowered Performance is that we don't have to settle for training that is sort of generic and what everybody thinks training should be. As an ex-athlete who is now 41 years old, I have a desire to move my body really well and efficiently so I can do fun stuff in my life. And it's not just about chasing after my kid. That's great too, but I, I want to do I want to go surfing. I want to go, you know, snowboarding. I want to kite surf. I want to do whatever I want to do. And I need a body that can help me stay mobile and really be able to move for as long as possible. So when I created it, I thought to myself, this is how I train at the gym. There's no problem. I can continue to do plyometrics and build athletic capacity, even though I'm not an athlete anymore. And so that was like kind of the impetus for it when I was building the program. But then I realized that really what it comes down to is that every single training principle that we use can be used with every population, whether you're working on machines at the gym or you're, you know, a professional soccer player, everybody needs some of the same principles. And so we're just, I'm basically creating a program that allows trainers to understand a multitude of principles to help guide their decision-making when they're working with their clients. So I found you a couple years ago, but I remember I was, I've been an athlete my entire life. I did gymnastics. I was doing competitive Olympic weightlifting and I literally signed up for your program. I was in another country and I had this gut feeling that I was going to be done with weightlifting but I didn't, at this point, I didn't admit it to myself yet, but I had signed up. You were texting me a ton and I think you were in Israel, right? I was in Israel. And I was just like, I want to do this because I want to learn. And if I don't do the programming, then I don't do the programming and I do my Olympic weightlifting, but at least I'm going to get the weekly lectures and be able to learn where she gets these brilliant ideas from and how she makes up this programming more really selfishly to benefit my clients or that's not really selfish, but <laughs> so it ended up that as soon as you sent the programming, I was away. So it was perfect because there was no way I could do Olympic weightlifting. And I had already inside knew that I wasn't going to be going back to my sport, but I also did not know where to take my training. And so what your empowered performance gave me was a way to see that I could train in a way that one heals my body from the brutal stuff I did to it the last 10 years of my life. And then also see how this is the way to train to make my body like 
able to do whatever it wants. What, and I could have just continued to do Olympic weightlifting, but I would have continued to be in pain. And your program showed me the biomechanical way to train somebody in a better way, but also how to understand movement and get myself out of pain, but through lifting. So that was really my experience with your program and just the amount of resources you offer in it. It's unbelievable. The weekly calls like kept me on target with just learning something new every week. And then also the programming every single day. Like once I had committed and I was in it and I wasn't going to be doing some other stuff, I really stuck to it. Yeah. COVID kind of ruined that for me by month two because I live on the third floor walk up. So I couldn't really do any plyometric stuff. And the last end of the program is like all bios, but I got so much out of it and it was just perfect for me. So it was, my experience was amazing. Yeah. You know, it's interesting that you say that because I feel like a lot of people are nervous to sign up because they're, they think the programming is going to be too hard. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like you can modify everything. You don't have to do a 200 200 pound front squat like Ashley Berry. (laughs) You can do a 20. I have people who are doing 25 pound goblet squats and that's fine because it's for their body. It's not about maxing out. And some people will do that, but they've been training for years, right? Mm -hmm. So they probably, it's just wherever you come in, it's fine. But it is funny that COVID for you, because I feel like you would have killed it just because you have such a strong lifting background. It's actually, it's funny that you say that about modifying because I didn't modify the lifting because I have this like weightlifting background. So the lifting was fine for me. I totally modified the cardio. There's no way. I remember week one, I was dying. I'm an Olympic weightlifter. I don't, I don't do cardio. The only cardio I used to do was like vaults when I was a kid. (laughs) Like, Floor routines. Floor routine. <laughs> yeah, so I did modify that for sure. And then, you know, you build up. You, your body is resilient, so your body adapts. So as you continue in the programming, like the first week I was brutally sore and then got better. So it's definitely for anybody, any human, really. You are using gait walking patterns. You're transferring over the breathing information. You're explaining as to why co-contractions are necessary. There are so many gems in the programming and then you learn about it week to week. So you're actually understanding why you're doing it. So yeah, it was, it was a very good investment for me. I'm glad it was. I feel like it is really important that the application starts early. I think a lot of times you go to a course and you get all this information and then day two, four hours in, let's go to the lab or let's start practicing on each other and it's for like an hour of the total course. And one of the things I really wanted, and I try to encourage everybody right from the beginning, we're doing the assessment week one. Like you're gonna learn how to assess right away. You're gonna start doing it on your people that week. You're gonna start teaching your people to breathe. If you don't have clients right now, for whatever reason, you better be teaching your husband, your mom and dad, you better be trying it on your friends because the more taps or the more touches, non-touching touches, that us trainers get and coaching, you know, whether you can do hands-on or not, because lots of physical therapists do it too. But that to me is everything. Every single time I coach someone breathing, literally just the basics of breathing, not even a position, I, I learn something new every single time because every single person's different. And so the more times I can do that, the more I'm going to go, Oh, I never thought of that. Yeah. You know, I feel like that's important that the application is there the whole time. Yeah. For the 
that's really true about a lot of courses. And I know trainers want to, you know, a lot of trainers are looking to what's the best course to take, what's the best bang for my buck. But I do feel like a lot of those courses, you're just kind of sitting in the room learning the information. They don't let you walk around and apply it until later on. And that that's really hard for somebody who needs to apply it right then and there to maybe get it. I feel like trainers are, we're movement learners. We're kinesthetic learners. We want to feel everything in our bodies. Therapists, why do you think people would go to physical therapy school? Because they are obsessed with their body. <laughs> and that probably has been going on for, since they were a kid. I was obsessed with movement from the age of two. I was literally, I think I learned to do handstands and I was skiing on two huge wooden skis by the time I was three. You know, like I wanted to move constantly. And I think people that go into this industry love it and they want to feel everything in their own body. Yeah. Amazing. I know um, the reason that I took EP, the way that I heard about you was obviously through Alina. Like she and I talk daily, all day, every day. And I just kind of like saw all the cool things that she was doing and all the stuff that she was teaching me. She's always ranting and raving about it. And I was like, this is super annoying. Like, I don't need anything else on my plate. Like at that point, COVID hadn't hit. So I was just like super busy with work, but it was really honestly perfect timing for me because I typically I'm working two jobs. I'm working in a clinic as an athletic trainer and then obviously, obviously at schools as well. And then I was also personal training on the side. And when COVID hit, my personal training was taken away and I didn't have any like online training or anything like that. So I was like really craving sort of just like, I learned by like working with clients, working with patients and like the patients I work with in the clinic really are not like my patients and it's not my plan of care. So I don't, other than being able to like cue them the best I can for that specific exercise, I can't like change what they're doing really. So I took EP because I was like, I just want something to focus on and I need like a change, kind of a breath of fresh air in my own training. I spent the last five years as a competitive bodybuilder. So in the bikini division. So a lot of my, I mean, my training as a kid was more like sports performance, you know, your typical strength training, CS type stuff. And then I found bodybuilding when Alina and I were in grad school and that's been kind of my focus, but I've always been a little bit more, like I had never really liked machines or anything like that. Like I was always more free weights oriented. And then like over the last several years, I've gotten more into like strong first and all these other sort of melding rehab, rehab and quote unquote correctives with bodybuilding. And it seems like empowered performance was literally just like the next thing that I should do because it really was, you know, performance and physique and rehab, they should all be really the same thing. Like, I mean, if you think about it, physique, like a person with a perfect physique is someone who is moving well, moving the way that a human body should be moving, right? With maybe some more hypertrophy or like exaggerated proportions, but not really, honestly. Like I think a healthy body is one that is moving well. So for me, it just seems like something to kind of get me out of that sort of cog of typical rehab or typical physique type work and think of myself more as an athlete again. Because one thing about bodybuilding, especially like if you're in a cutting phase is like, your volume is so high with everything that you're doing and anything outside of the gym is like kind of challenging, especially if you're like deep into prep, like you don't have energy to freaking walk. Like you're like leaning on things more. You're definitely slower. Like you can't just like demand like force really quickly. And so that part of EP really, really appealed to me too. 
and it's just cool to be able to see what your body could do and honestly the best part of it for me I'm not really like most of my friends are like all over the world like I have Alina and then I have my friend Cammie who's in Oregon and I have other friends that are just kind of not close by and so having that community was really cool for me especially to just see all these women that are from all different backgrounds like PTs MTs everything there's just all these different people with the same goal and all just kind of lifting each other up when everybody's got a different lens too you know like mm-hmm. we're all even though we may have different levels of experience everyone is still wanting to help each other and you know it's just it's pretty cool to watch everyone's transformations and going from a couple of these women you know they're either literally i think someone had a baby during the program <laughs> Sarah. i remember yeah, yeah, she had a baby yeah. during it. And then other ones, you know, they've, they are <laughs> trainer. They're like Christine, I think it was that I talked to a lot. Like she felt like her body was kind of almost a little bit broken from having kids. Like she felt like she wasn't quite the same yet. And I think our performance helped her immensely. And it's just, it's cool to be able to see that, you know, see it happening. And it made me really excited to apply it to my clients now that my gym is open again that I'm working at. And also when I become a PT, like to be able to apply it in that way as well. Um, yeah. You'll have to leg up because I think that's the one thing that the PTs are in the group are looking for is that they've never really learned like programming or exercise selection or kind of, well, and you're a very creative mover. Like you come up with all kinds of, I'm always like, I love watching your Instagram. <laughs> oh, I'm going to do that next week. <laughs> Thank you. You both I do the same to you. <laughs> You're both super creative. Do you see my reel or as being funny in the wig? Yeah. I exactly. literally, that's me watching your Instagram. Like, oh. <laughs> I'm like not creative at all. I'm super okay with it. I'm super okay with trying out your exercises and knowing how to cue them properly and just do, do that. It's yeah. just like a different, I don't know, it's weird, but I feel like the community part for me, Stacy and I were talking about this and it, we were just like, that's the crazy thing. Before I met Jill, I knew no one to talk to people. I mean, if I had, I mean, my clients, I was trying to get them on board, but I didn't have another trainer to bounce ideas off of unless I went to a course. And then I met Jill and I was like, oh, I finally have someone that we can just nerd out. <laughs> but now with VP, I'm like, I can't wait for membership calls. I can't wait for the lecture. I can't wait to talk about it. Yeah. And I Everybody else just wants someone else to talk about it with. It's an amazing networking experience. That's the other thing too. And God, I just had something to say and I don't remember what it was, but what you've done with it is like you have taken all of your continuing education that you've learned and your experience with people and you've just reduced it down to like what works for you. And then you're regurgitating it to us and then we can kind of make it our own. And like everybody is collaborating together, even though obviously we're all learning from you, we're learning from each other too. So it's not even just one person. And I love that about it. I loved, and I, I don't know where that, I, one night I was like, I'm going to do these like small groups where they can just talk to each other. They don't need me there. And I love that. I, that actually was, well, A, it was a really good decision because I wasn't stuck answering 500 questions every night. But B, it was great because you guys know the answer. It's just, you need to be connected to somebody to help you work through and get to the answer, but it's there. Yeah. It's not having somebody else to bounce the idea off of. So you can go, am I thinking of this right? You know, like yeah. once you, once you learn the information from your lectures, then it's easy to apply it. Like even just scapula stuff, for example, 
it's much easier to see it when you break it down position one, position two. Mm -hmm. Making it so simple like that, anyone can understand it because you've made something that is very complex because I learned it first through PRI, which is extremely complex, amazing system. But somebody who maybe hasn't taken PRI yet, but still wants to learn the ins and outs can take your program and get a lot out of it. I think my headache was probably a lot less than yours because I didn't have to take the PRI course to like get the actual information that's beneficial. Although I don't know, I haven't taken it. So who knows? But- well, I feel like a lot of people will go on to dig deep into what they were interested in. So some people might love the respiration and go, I've got to take PRI. I need to start going down that rabbit hole. I want to get into cervical. I want to get into cranial. I want to do all that. Then I think some people are like, I love the foot. That was my favorite part of VP. I want to take Gary's course. I need aim or like you could just pick your favorite part of. Yeah. I never had anything like that. I always had to like go down each thing. I wanted people to not have to go down everything to get started, get started. And then you can go down what you really love, you know? Yeah. Well, it's been for both of us, it's been, I think, very different of an experience for each of us since we were in both different groups of empowered performance. But I think just both of us had such an amazing experience that we wanted to have you on here to talk about it. Just yeah. for other trainers, we know a lot of trainers, physical therapists are listening to this and we would just love to share. We want to just share what we learned and why we think this is so valuable. I really appreciate it, guys. And um, I'm just excited to see this whole community grow. And I'm just thankful that I got to meet you guys. <laughs> yeah. And you. another thing about it is like, that's just it. Like, it's not like, okay, 12 weeks is over. We're done. It's like, literally like you spent these 12 weeks immersing yourself and gaining these relationships and this knowledge. And we're going to continue like COVID. If one thing has come from COVID that is good, it is, I mean, maybe it's not good that everyone's just like, back in social media big time, but it really has connected a lot of people because people have been forced to go online. So that is something that I am excited for because I'll be totally honest, I was super sad when I realized like, oh shit, it's week 12, like we're almost done. What's gonna happen now? I don't know. Where do I go? I'm gonna fall off this cliff, but no, it's almost like nothing has changed, so. I think people just keep connections with all the people they enjoy you know, Jessica was saying how grateful she was to you that you had really reached out to her and answered a bunch of questions for her. And she was just like, Megan was so amazing with me. So you're going to have that relationship. You know what I mean? I just think that's really cool. Same. Yeah. Same here. So if people want to join, can you just give them some details? I know you're putting it out there right now for people to join. It will be your third round, right? Of Empowered Performance. Yes, and I counted up. I think there was 84 people that have gone through it. That's wow, that's, that's so cool. You know, long of a program. But yeah, so it's going to be, it's supposed to close out on Tuesday. So I don't know if this podcast will be out, but we don't actually start till Friday. I just do that to give myself some leeway before I have to get everybody on board and get all the testing done and all of those things. So if someone wants to join, it is perfectly fine. They can just send me an email or message me on Instagram or wherever they find me. And it's katiestclairfitness.com or katiestclairfitness at gmail.com. And then just ask me and I will send you the offer so you can go ahead and sign up even if it's past Tuesday. Yeah. So Tuesday, September 15th or uh, Friday, September 18th is officially like the, the end date. And also 
I am 100% petitioning for BOC CEUs. I did that with Strong First and it wasn't a problem. So I, I mean, I already petitioned. Yeah. Yay. So, and I think I'm going to get it before the course is over, which means everybody will get CEUs. And once NSCA approves it, I feel like everybody else will take it. But ACE already took it, NASM took it, and I'm trying to think who else. Somebody else sent it off to somewhere else and they were all taking it. Well, I know. I'm also try and get BOC CEUs. And that'd be really, then yeah. athletic trainers could take it. And athletic trainer, I mean, they could take it regardless, but to get the CEUs would be even better. But athletic trainers would benefit so much from this. What yeah, we learn in school. An NSCA course, like an approved by NSCA, isn't that usually approved or no? Um, I don't know. I mean, honestly, I don't think their auditing is that, like, I will argue with someone about it if I need to, and I can show like documentation of like everything that we learned and stuff. Like, I mean, there's so much out there. I can't imagine that if MedBridge, if I can get literally all my CEUs on friggin' MedBridge videos, which are are decent, I'll I'll say that they're good. But this is definitely something that is beneficial. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I would say if if the NSCA were to approve it, I would say the BOC would. If they saw that, they would probably approve it. But it's just it's like a medical. I mean, it's you know, medical versus like performance. So that's where it's different. But hopefully we learn that they are the same damn thing pretty soon. We're also going to share this in our group. We have like a Razorback athletic training group. And I think a lot of oh yeah those athletic trainers, as an athletic trainer, you have that medical background, but then if you also learn how to lift weights, you could be a way better athletic. Yeah. I wish I could share it with my PT class, but I know that we're going to be like drinking from a fire hose. So I'm sure that it will not be in the cards, at least not when we're in school. I know. That would be a when I make friends, I will definitely, I mean, they will all see. They will gain interest, but that'll be a couple of years down the line, I think. And I was a student athletic trainer. So. Yeah, so great. I mean, I have a background in that working with Florida State football. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Well, and another thing is like all the speakers that you have, they're so diverse. Oh, yeah. So you have athletic trainers, you have PTs, you have, I mean, PAs. You have I know. I saw you got Tony Gentlecore. And yeah. I went to college. I mean, I graduated way after him, but he went to my college. Yeah. yeah. That stuff alone, I think is probably going to, God, I wish, I mean, I wish there was a way for you to like promote that stuff as well you know and i think as soon as those people start promoting it for you it'll help like get the word out about ep as well so yeah i feel like it's when i look at it i told beverly i didn't create a course for a year and a half spending weekends every single saturday and sunday working on this just to like have a one-off like, yeah, no, <laughs> like you know what i mean i'm in it for the long haul so it doesn't i mean if this round's not doesn't have as many people okay next round maybe it will like it's more to me about, I don't know, just, it's going to just continue to grow. And it, it actually inspires me to keep going because yeah. I want to improve the information and I'm learning all the time. So then I have to go back and change my slides and add to them. And I'm changing some of the assessments this time around. Well, cool. that's kind of have to do that. Right. I don't yeah. know. It grows cool. and it's going to, you know, it's going to keep growing and we're just really happy that we did it. And yeah that we can share our experiences with other people who might be interested. So if you're a trainer. Super, super grateful. Yeah. Thank so we're going to put all your info in the show notes and I'm going to try and get this episode out before Tuesday so that everybody can reach out to you and just get going. So awesome. don't Thanks. wait if you're listening to this episode. 
Yeah, come join us. We have a lot of fun, actually. <laughs> Thank you so much, Katie. Thank, Thank you. you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Move Your Brain, Move Your Body podcast. Join in every week as we release new episodes. Subscribe or leave us a rating at Apple Podcasts. If you have questions or topics to cover, please email moveyourbb at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at moveyourbb.